Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, the capture of Captain America. All right, man, here we go. Number 18 in a series of 26. We're legal now, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) We've made it. I don't don't know. We can can vote. Sure, um, sure, yeah. Buy cigarettes, go gambling. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and an interesting <laughs> thing that you that you mentioned uh, voting because uh, as as this goes to tape, oh, uh, we're you know we've we've <laughs> recently uh, we've recently had the big uh, twenty twenty election. What's this and, now? And um, <laughs> and no, and we also have the you know this is also the the Captain America episode, That's which is all you know like funny, very um, very you know I don't know a lot of a lot of. Uh, a lot of yippy, uh, yippy ki for the uh, no. That's right. not what I'm looking for. Uh, America, f yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. A lot of that kind yeah, of little Lee whole, Greenwood action going on. Yeah, yeah all that stuff happening here. You know, yeah, and, yeah. Very and, good timing on our part. We totally planned it this way, right? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah, we get uh, not only uh, you know a, a villain from another uh, mother, so to speak, here <laughs> villain from another illin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but we, but our villain is our villain is uh, uh, Captain America's oldest foe, Red Skull. Yeah, and um, and we this is the first time in this series, maybe the last time. I don't really know. I don't. I. I don't. I don't remember uh, exactly uh, from looking at the synopses going forward here. But first time that it, it's a superhero team up episode. Yeah, with Spidey and Cap. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was. I was excited about this one because this. Um, this is the, like you said, the first time we get a Marvel team up. And another bit of trivia for you: I'm sure this will come up at your next trivia night, faithful listener. Mm-hmm. The only episode of the series run that has its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a thing. So if you win at trivia, you <laughs> With that are you are welcome to acknowledge where you got that information, yes, and maybe encourage people to us. subscribe uh, and yeah. uh, you know tell your friends. Um, Free wings and and beer for life. You're oh welcome. boy. Um, <laughs> no, so you know because we uh, haven't had the you know fresh uh, stuff like this in a while. Um, because we've just we've had some either repeats or some uh, one-off kind of characters, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, both I do I wasn't sure if Captain America because I know that they invented you know uh, Captain America Marvel did for the, the war um, mm-hmm. you know and and uh, you know kind of pumping up uh, the United States and you know inventing this character that was that was that stood for everything America stood for. Bunch um, of Nazis, and, yeah, and and you know hating Nazis, yeah, yeah, uh, and and so it it was Captain America comics number one, March nineteen forty one, uh, was Captain America's first appearance. You know, I didn't know if he was maybe in, you know, something kind of a, else, something sure. else first, uh, and also uh, it goes head to head with the Red Skull in that very first issue. Really? So okay, um, yeah, both of these are uh, obviously very old. Um, and, and, uh, I don't remember the years that he is inactive in Marvel comics, but there's, there's a period of like 20 odd, isn't it like 20 odd or 30 years where, uh, there is no Captain America. And then they, they kind of retconned the origin story that we, that we 
get wind of in this one that oh well he was he you know he was, he was frozen, frozen in some ice and then we thought him out uh f- 40 years later or something or whatever I'll be honest Jason I consider myself a comics fan mm-hmm. and a big mm-hmm. like you know reader of comic books and all the stuff that it has to represent I don't think I've read anything Captain America pre 19 like 99 or even mm, even mm-hmm. later, like when yeah. the Ultimates were a thing. I don't know if you remember that. Right before like the first Avengers came out, there was the Ultimates. No, They're yeah, like the new I was, Avengers. I was kind of yeah. I had kind of checked out by that time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I yeah. I couldn't tell you the tell you the the origins of that, but I do know that that Captain America was part of the original Avengers, and that was like mm-hmm. the 1960s. Sure. So mm-hmm. I would think that he was probably active like through the 80s, if I had to guess. Oh no, I'm I'm saying that he was between the like. He, they like retired him after the war and when he came back he he was not oh, he was not a founding member of the avengers in the comic book he, no, he wasn't he okay. was he was brought back shortly after the avengers started i see um okay. and that yep. was where i'm saying they like retconned him into some ice he's frozen in ice mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah gotcha so okay. you know so okay. it must have been it was probably about you know 20 years or so that he that okay. he was not uh around um, but anyway, his his villains uh, make a comeback pretty quickly uh, as well. Uh, Red Skull's first time against Spider Man was in Spider Man Annual Number Five. Okay. Um, and the uh, story there apparently was uh, something along the lines of Spider Man uh, travels to Europe to kind of investigate and figure out what happened to his parents, uh, and along oh. the way he uh, runs into Red Skull. So. There's that good, good issue, yeah. Um, and uh, Captain America first appears in a Spider-Man comic in 1978. Oh, in wow. Amazing so, 187, yeah. So not that far from what we saw in 1982 here. Correct, correct. Only about four years before. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Was do you know the synopsis of that? Like, was Spider-Man I, and no, in the not Avengers off the, or okay, not off the okay. top of my head. Um, okay, yeah, but uh, you know, uh, just while we're kind of going down that. Uh, that thread though um, sure. I will say I like how uh, in this episode I there's not it's not like a, a resounding theme here but you get kind of some hints of Captain America sort of being the the epitome of the of the costumed hero for in this universe right and yeah. that and that he's you know there there's sort of a uh, there there's sort of a little bit of a um, a uh, mentor protege passing kind of the of, torch kind of thing kind of thing happening with Spider-Man here right yeah Agreed. I mean, they, they yeah I, and I I, th- I like that I thought that it was like I said it was it, it's brief there's really only a flourish of that kind especially kind of uh in the uh, climax of this episode but I, I thought sure. that was nice yeah I liked it too I liked the team up I always like seeing mm-hmm. you know superheroes fight together for a common good mm-hmm. and it, it actually kind of reminded me of what we're seeing in that Marvel Cinematic Universe or what we've seen recently where yeah. Tony Stark is taking Spider-Man under his wing. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, but here here it's Captain America. And uh yeah, I also like that so we we talked about the election which as of this record still don't know the results of, but sure. hopefully, hopefully hopefully we will by, by the time, time we... you, this posts you know. And <laughs> gosh, uh, I hope so. <laughs> or and... by the time we finish this series. <laughs> the 81 series. Um but I thought about it and I think we've established that Triple J is 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 the current president number 45 
Right. But I, I don't know if I'm <laughs> ready to go so far as to say that Captain America is Joe Biden. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't th- I, don't th- I don't know about that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about stretch. that. Yeah, that's – I think you're uh... – I mean, they both look good in aviator sunglasses, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but that might be where the similarities begin and end, Jason. <laughs> oh, gosh. If if Triple J is number forty five, I would think I, I'm trying oh, to think Red of Skull. trying to think oh. of who Captain America is in that in, in this analogy. I mean, it's like I think he's closer to like George Washington. Uh-huh, like he's like uh-huh. an OG founding father, more of like a modern day political. Oh figure. yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's the the um, the way the way that they link those two though and introduce uh, Cap here. Uh, was was cool and it it was totally in character for uh Jameson right to kind of have oh my this gosh, yeah to have, monetize it well and I was gonna say to have this sort of um uh almost uh boy like um <laughs> obsession with Captain America and just right. sort of and you I I think I mean obviously he you know he's he's uh trying to you know, get have this Captain America day and be able to sort of ingratiate himself to to Cap, but yeah, I felt like his appreciation for uh, for Captain America was genuine. You know, like yeah, I, yeah he's that, a real fanboy. Mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. I pictured him like reading the comics as a young man. Sure, That's sure. what I pictured. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in typical, like I said, Triple J fashion, still finds a way to monetize it. Yeah, for oh, himself absolutely. and figures out a way that he can make money on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be Triple J without that. <laughs> but they did but they did a fun thing there where they, you know, they showed the um they basically like ran an old newsreel of yeah. uh you know that that sort of summed up uh everything Captain America did um in the war times. Peter Parker, mm-hmm. right? He was like he was like saying, "You don't know about Captain America? Let me show you this film," right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. he think yeah. he had he I think he had all three of his As far as we know, there are four employees at the Daily Bugle. <laughs> There's A. Jonah Jameson, Betty Brant, Peter Parker and Robbie Robertson. Those Robbie are the Robertson, Those right. are the four and, people running this show. So Mortimer is more gig- like an intern or yeah. a part-time. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Well, he's Holidays not he's not weekend. there every week, you know. I mean, no, come he's on. Not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they've got an awfully big building for only four people. <laughs> and again, I still don't see the need for the helicopter when you have a staff of four. <laughs> How often is that helicopter being used? <laughs> oh, lordy. But uh you know, there was a it was a good way to uh, set that up though and um we we also get um uh, I thought a real uh, and you you mentioned this in your notes. Uh, you really liked the uh, introduction of Red Skull and how, how oh we yeah come up with him. Where did did you get a sense of where Red Skull's castle was? Like where they were, where he where he was working from his lair. I just assumed Germany. I guess I, I would assume rep- Germany. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He represents the Nazis, and that's like. Mm-hmm. You know where the Nazis chill is in <laughs> Germany. That's where the Nazis <laughs> chill. <laughs> um, I I did I did feel like it was somewhere in the real practical world, not like a Latveria that was right. made up. It felt like mm-hmm. it was in our in our universe. Is that how you felt? Well, sure, sure, yeah. Uh, but it also <laughs> looked like it could have been 
it could have been like just right on the next hill over from Doctor Doom's castle in Latveria, just like the way it was drawn. Did you notice that when they like yeah. when they had like that establishing shot for, for okay, here's Red Skull's castle? I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, that looks a lot like Doctor Doom's castle. It with, does, yeah. With they maybe just like transposed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or like, mm, let's just erase this turret and uh... <laughs> put a buttress here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. One more spire here. Nailed it. Nailed Red Skull. It. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it have been cool though if it was in the shape of a skull, like Castle Gray Skull? Mm, there you go. Uh, there you I go. Know that, I know he's Red Skull, and that's Gray Skull. But like, I don't know. Skull- I felt like that was. It's been so long since I've seen the first Captain America movie, Jason. Mm-hmm, like from mm-hmm. 2011. Sure. But I feel like his his layer was like more skullish in my recollection. Oh, but okay. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I I don't yeah, remember that. That I don't remember that for sure either. But yeah. um. Yeah. Uh, but very much uh, speaking of that movie, um, another thing that seems to me, uh, without having a lot of uh, immediate direct knowledge of the the sort of Red Skull background and everything like that, also felt pretty canonically accurate in terms mm-hmm. of he's got his he's sort of got his right hand guy who is who is the brains behind his all of his nefarious. Uh, plotting right right? like like red skull himself is not like a doctor doom where he's smart enough to uh you know outwit captain america he has to have uh uh, uh, some sniveling minion who is kind of doing the work and he just sort of beats up on him and uh, does that and that's who this guy uh, neiman was that's his name Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. yeah red skull really does more of the the planning and we have someone like him to do the heavy lifting right. is how I right. kind of felt about it. Yeah. And there was a moment I made in the notes and forgive me, it's been a few days since I've seen this and, you know, our world is possibly changing sure. uh, around us. So I might've forgotten, but doesn't Red Skull get on Neiman? You said his name was for right. like his hygiene habits or something like, right. Yeah. It was bad or something. <laughs> it was, it was something about his, like his hair or something. Yeah. It was oh, gr- yeah, you have grooming, your hair or something grooming like or yeah. something. You know, and that's one of those things that really kind of rang, and he and he, he harps on him throughout the whole episode, yeah, about being like ugly and being yeah, you know yes. sort of. Uh, but that was one of the that was another one of the like little touches that I really liked because that is very Nazi kind of right. kind of thinking, right? right? right. Like right. like mm, you're serving me, you are you know you're you're just the 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 dirty sort of. Uh, uh, under uh, class of human here you're not yeah you're not uh you're not part of the master race right um you know you Ooh, get that yeah you, you get that sense there uh yeah from like, the way he treats like, him yeah for i think red skull is is very much a a parallel to hitler that was always sure. my mm-hmm. understanding um you know the nazi red color and what red represents and all that mm-hmm. but yeah i agree like the, the sort of mind manipulation not like in a in a definite like literal sense of mind manipulation which we get later but like right, right. kind of like a toxic abusive relationship mm. like oh, an emotionally absolutely. manipulative person like mm-hmm. because you know my boss you know might critique my job performance from time to time as part of my yearly review but never once has said anything about my hygienic habits well you, you have know, or, you have great hygiene by the way well Brian. thank you yeah you know mm-hmm. i i yeah. learned because i read comics from a young age and red skull taught me well <laughs> you know so and let's yeah. be honest, combing my hair is not really something I need to worry about. So that helps too. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> I'm closer to Red Skull than Neiman in that case. But... 
but you know what I mean? Uh, though? Like just yeah. the sort of like undermining, digging into uh, emotionally abusing the people that work for you. It's a very for much, sure. you know, you know, a, a, a Hitlerian, if that's a word, kind of attitude. <laughs> it is now. You just said yeah, it. I made it one. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. There you mm-hmm. go, folks. Make it trend on Twitter. Hashtag Hitlerian. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, voice of Red Skull. I don't know if you took note of this or not. I did not. Peter Cullen I, you, voices Red Skull in this one. This it's basically it's basically Optimus Prime doing a doing <laughs> like a German accent or uh, Hans and Franzian. Yeah, yeah, Hans and Franzian accent. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I yeah. I was trying to think of a, a word to specify that it's not exactly a German a accent. White German. It's right. like a it's like a voice actor doing what he imagines a German accent might be like. Right. 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 And, and yeah. I'm sure Peter Cullen, because we know from a previous episode, he's got the chops that he could have done mm-hmm. a full on like German accent. But sure. I'm sure the voice coach was like, tone it down on the German a little bit, like yeah. r- dial it back a little bit more like <laughs> right. Romanian. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, gosh. So or, or you yeah. could also I, I, I could also imagine in like in the booth as they're as they're taping this dialogue. Peter Cullen is like, hey, let let's try this that again. This is you know we really want to really want to drive home this Nazi thing, and the, and the director's just like, no, that's fine. It's yeah, you're good. Pete, you're good. Pete, it's a kids show. You're gonna do a thousand of these. It's no right, big deal. Right. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. collect the paycheck and then go mm-hmm. work on the Smurfs or whatever you got coming up next. <laughs> yeah. The resume. Oh, the resume continues to um to impress me because Absolutely. I remember us kind of going through a rundown of what Peter Cullen did. Yeah. I think he would be a fantastic guest of the show. So, oh, I, th- uh, I think so too. Yeah. Peter mm-hmm. Cullen's people, if you're listening, yep. send us an email. Yeah. Um, like I said, if, if they have a Google alert set up, they're like, why are you trending every, <laughs> every other Thursday? <laughs> what is happening? Let's get on this. Oh, Frank, why the old hot Peter? Is he still working now in your research? I, I, Did you? I think so. Yeah. As far as yeah. I know. As far as I know, he yeah. still is. Voice, I mean, Casey Kasem, folks like that, they did those that voice work up until the day that they weren't with us anymore. So obviously, yeah, yeah, Peter Cullen could still be going, but yeah, I did, I did like the way that he sounded, and I mm-hmm. really liked the way they animated Red Skull. He mm-hmm. looked like I pictured Red Skull in the little bit of comic books that I've read, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how he appeared in the Marvel Cinematic Universe too. I mean, yeah, it sounds yeah. so simple to just give a guy a red face. But right, it, right. It can it can break bad either way. You well, know, you they, can go too far, not far enough. You they know? did. I agree with you in the that they did a nice job here, and they definitely did in that uh, movie as well. Because it's like you know when you're talking about a about a red skull, you've got to you've got to make you've got to make someone's face like you know, and like a, a face skull. a face is not a skull. A face has a lot over the top of it you know right, or, 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 right. the, the, there's a lot of there's a lot more material on top of that there's skull. layers yeah on top of the skull yeah but they did it they did a nice job of making it look like a functional face but also yeah. very skull shaped and it's got like you know it's got like ridges and it looks like yeah. it looks it, it looks like it would be very hard if you tried to like wrap on it like a door right you know right yeah. it, it, it's mm-hmm. hard to get that look like where you have an expressive uh, face still over a skull like you mm-hmm. have a mouth that can smile and sneer and eyes that can squint because yeah yeah again not an anatomy major but those things don't exist in a skull right right <laughs> skulls don't have lips jason <laughs> no no lips on skulls zero lips yeah absolutely so, yeah so yes, they, they, they did, did a nice a really job. Good job with this mm-hmm. yeah i agree yep and uh, the voice too like we talked about <clears throat> they so uh just as we go back to the plot a little bit so we've got 
Jonah is uh, wanting to throw this Captain America day. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Skull is in his uh, lair, and I don't know. I don't know what the what the impetus was for him to uh, choose Captain America Day for uh, when he was going to execute this plan to kidnap Captain America. If it was just like he was going to be out in the open, and, it, and he thought it would be an easy thing, um, right. but whatever. So we hear about that, and then uh, you know when uh, when they're having this. Uh, uh, the, this event uh, in a it, Central Park or wherever it is, and uh, Captain America gets captured by Red Skull. There's uh, there's a moment there where uh, Spider-Man is trying to intervene. Spidey suddenly becomes not just like public enemy number one, but like public enemy zero, like like yeah. the original like, public enemy. Did, yeah, yeah. I didn't even... And I, this was another thing I kind of liked about this episode too, was the way that that scene rolled along, and they were. It was a little bit. I, I thought. Uh, sub, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Subjective, ambiguous, as to whether or not Spider-Man had anything to do with Captain America getting captured. I mean, he. You know, he. He got. He got. Uh, Spidey gets. Uh, gets taken out by Cap's shield when he throws it. Accidentally. Um, but uh, I don't think I don't think there was any chance that uh, Captain America wasn't going to get uh, reeled up into that plane. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, and I can't even remember like what Spidey did to cause it, but he somehow gets the blame. I think mm-hmm. he just made a mistake, right? I mean, I can't even remember. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, he, he like I said, clear. like I said, he's he's swinging and he's trying to. He's like, oh, I'm going to help Cap out. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to show uh, Jonah and all these people that Spider-Man is, you know, a good guy. And then, um, you know, he got, he basically gets knocked to the ground by the shield. Cap is gone with Red Skull, and the whole crowd is just like, "It's Spider Man's fault." Spider Man, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Know, and of co- and of course, Triple J is egging him on as he as oh, he yeah. is want to do uh, right. anytime Spider Man's involved. But it gets right. it, it gets vicious for Spider Man in the in this regard as far as being the the public uh, the public menace, right? Yes, and and you can see why he has a plan, which I liked in this episode. Spider-Man Peter Parker, in around the halfway mark of this episode, about 13 minutes in, comes up with a plan to clear his name, Mm -hmm. which I really Mm -hmm. liked because he's finally addressing this issue of his public persona, his PR stuff, to to be fixed. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I really liked that. I don't know if you caught that, too. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. No, and I think, excuse me, I think part of that was the how you know obviously how bad it had gotten there's that i i know it's it's just a kid's cartoon but like it was a little like uh wrenching for me where you know the the episode opens on spider-man swinging through this neighborhood and there are these kids reading spidey comic books and they're like so excited to see Mm spider-man and then that one of those same kids throws out all his spidey comics yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, the, that, I was like, "Well, that's kind of a gut punch for a, you know, for the the kid who we just saw loved Spider Man to, right. to turn that far uh, around against uh, him." And mm-hmm. especially because this was really our introduction to the fact that in this universe, Spider Man comics are a thing. Right? Like right. we get this introduced, and it's like, "Oh, that's cool. It's kind of meta, uh-huh. meta, you know, mm-hmm. Spider Man mm-hmm. within a Spider Man." Like, yeah, it almost yeah. got Spider Versian for me for a second. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but. And then to just have him thrown away. Um, 
and all and 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 again that was a moment like you said gut punch is a good word for it i was picturing like the sad sap music from the bill bixby incredible hulk to be playing oh yeah background. yeah mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Spider-Man drapes the backpack around his shoulder and just walks away guess slowly. I'll, guess I'll move on. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. move to a new town, Spider-Man. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. just start over. Start yeah. hitching. Get going. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, but you're right. It, it's, uh, it, it was nice to see Peter kind of grab the uh, bull by the horns there. And yeah. I, this was just a, uh, you know, a little thing that they threw in there that I just, I loved. He, he goes, he decides he's going to, uh, he's going to dress up as Captain America. He goes to a costume shop. Yeah. Did you did you notice this? Stan's yeah. costume shop. I did not notice that. Good catch. Stan, like Stan the Man. Yeah, like Stan the Man Lee. Awesome. Stan's awesome. comic costume shop. And on the on the sign for the for the costume shop, uh, there was uh, I know there was Iron Man. There was Vision. Thor. I saw Storm. Um, uh, Power Man was on there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ms. Marvel, I think, uh, yeah. or or Marvel Girl, I want to say, Incredible uh, from, Hulk, from X Men. I don't remember if Hulk was on there or not. Okay. There was there was also some other character with like with like a black costume and wings who I didn't recognize, and maybe it's just someone whose costume has changed over the years that I don't know. Sure, but or someone easy to draw. <laughs> yeah, or or something. But it was it, that was that was cool, and then and then uh, and then Peter puts on this. Uh, Captain America costume. This was another thing that I thought that they just did a nice job of uh, uh, of illustrating in this one. It, it's a it's a ill fitting costume. It it's wait it's a little too big for him. Yeah, I just thought they did a great job. Even like when he was moving, like when he was scaling walls in that costume, or when he goes to because uh, he he goes to uh, 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 basically charter a plane uh, to yeah. chase after Red Skull. But they just did a nice job of clearly showing this outfit, like uh, kind of hanging on him, like yeah. you know, or like off he's wearing of him. His, like, yeah, like he's wearing his dad's Captain America costume, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then, and then he, uh, one of my favorite moments is coming up next, next, which will kind of segue into this when he gets to um, Red Skull's lair mm-hmm. and he pretends he's Captain America. I really enjoyed the heck. I enjoy whenever Peter Parker has to do a voice. <laughs> But he had to do a Captain America voice, which was basically just him going, I'm Captain America. Like right. a, like a deep, like, right. you know, He-Man kind of voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lordy. Yep, yep. I liked that a lot. Yeah. But it a good plan. Mm-hmm. A good mm-hmm. plan to pretend that he's Captain America to try to clear his name and to help Cappy, Cappy out. Exactly, exactly. I liked it. Now, here's another point in the episode where I wondered exactly where... Red Skull's castle was because <laughs> you know Peter Peter is basically chartering a small aircraft. You yeah. know, it's not it's not it wasn't like a big passenger jet or anything that no. he gets on. He charters a small plane under the guise of Captain America and the guy the guy who uh who flies him is more than willing to do it for zero monies cuz it's 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 cap. He was a, they 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 painted the pilot like a like he was a veteran or something like that. You know, he's How? talking about the the war and stuff like this but i don't yeah. know how they made the flight from new york to let's say berlin um <laughs> in that in about little plane. 20 minutes yeah yeah mm-hmm. i was wondering that too um and by the way missed opportunity perfect time for the um guy who owns all the planes and rents them out to make a to make a return oh here. yeah the, you... the 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 world war one flying ace right yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah. The, the guy that you said you you'd love to have a spinoff oh, i'd love <laughs> to this one character just he was he was terrific the, the, 
the 24 hour open all night plane <laughs> rental. Right. I mean, I, I assumed he was the only game in town, but apparently, apparently in New York, there's not. you know you, you can't you, you can't can you can't swing a cat without hitting a plane rental place <laughs> in New York at midnight. But it it worked, you know. They they he got there, uh, whatever. So it you know it's one of those uh, funny things about this show. Um, yeah, yeah. Time uh, and space don't exist, really. Yeah, yeah. Or or, or only only when convenient. Right. Yeah. yeah. We get agreed. We get at that point. We hear what Red Skull's ultimate plan is. This is around like fifteen minutes or so. Sure. Um and. His 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 main man Neiman has helped him create a machine to do the old body switch move. It's, yeah. you know it's uh, like I said in my notes. It was made popular by Freaky Friday, the remake of Freaky Friday, <laughs> of, uh, vice versa, vice I versa. Later on, yeah, with Judge Reinhold, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the third, the third incarnation of Freaky Friday with Vince Vaughn, <laughs> right, which is now out. Oh yeah. my God, you are kidding me! There's another Freaky Friday. No, I'm not kidding, and, oh, and it's Lordy. being spun as a horror movie, and he trades places with his like his teenage daughter, but like he oh. tries to mutilate himself to get out of it. It looks pretty, pretty uh, gross. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Um, yeah. I think it's just called Freaky. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, the the this this is another thing that just seemed very popular in in the yeah. in, in the early eighties, early early to mid eighties. Switch thing, the whole yeah. body switch idea. Like, we'll just cast two people in a thing, and yeah. one of them pretends they're the other one. Yeah, it, it, and we'll we just roll, any... roll film for ninety minutes <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> we don't have to do much makeup because they just have to act like the other person. <laughs> And and by the way, th- this isn't the first time we see the body switch because doesn't he do it at the Captain America Day with Triple J, right? Doesn't um, oh, doesn't well, was that a body? I don't think that was a body switch. That, that was a body he, switch situation. No, okay. as I think back, no, he he had he knocked Triple J out and like tied him up, and then he he wore some kind of disguise or something like that. Oh, he yeah. had his Triple J costume. Yeah, him yeah, perfectly. he had his. his I mean. His, uh, he probably stopped at Stan's costume shop on the way to the park. <laughs> do you have a triple J? We do in a, in a medium. Oh, thank God. I don't want <laughs> one too big. <laughs> that would just and look do, silly. Do you have some prosthetics to fill out this skull? Cause I've got this, just got this skull instead of a right. face. <laughs> right. Can I just put this, can I put this over my skull? Is that how it works? Does it with the eye holes? What's the situation? What's the situation? Right. Oh, oh Lord! Boy. Well, you know Trump. Trump has masks everywhere for Halloween. I'm sure there were Triple J masks everywhere yeah, in New yeah, York absolutely. in 1983. Absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So Red Skull's plan <clears throat> is I'm gonna swap bodies with you, Cap, and then my mind will be in your body, and I will just be able to, uh, you know, physically dominate everyone and and be evil. Um, yeah. It was now as a plan goes. Again, very, very on brand for for the Red yeah. Skull, I think, because that's that's another thing that just uh, canonically makes sense is like there's there's you know, there's a real mad sciencey yes. element to that. Right. And that's right. Right. A Dr. That, Frankenstein kind of thing. That's yeah. also very, very on brand for the Nazis who, you know, I mean, if you if you just uh, boys and girls at home, if you want to do some disturbing reading, just read up on some of the stuff that they were working on oh over gosh. there. Um, yeah. Uh, 
and, and the so super yeah, super soldier thing isn't that far off. No, it's really not. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so, the, so I don't even remember what I was getting at here. But well, that as was, far as the plan goes, it, the it was plan good. the plan was solid. What was uh, surprising to me is how taken aback by the plan Captain America was. Because <laughs> very shocked. Because right. you would you would think he's he knows Red Skull. He's kind of been in this type of situation before, but right. Captain America could not believe that was his plan. Right, and I, right. and you'd think Cap would be more like, yeah, that sounds about right. That's you know that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this isn't the first time they've met and come to blows, right? right. I mean, right. There's a history here. This is 1982. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this since World War Two. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. you think at this point, like you said, Cap would be like, "You're doing that again? Like <laughs> that is so 1949, man." <laughs> right. Oh, right. but I was, yeah, I expected Spider-Man to be more surprised by mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but also when boy when they he when he straps into the chair, uh, you know Neiman Neiman gets the the two of them set up for the for the body switch. Uh, Captain America promises he is going to fight with with every ounce of strength he has. Yeah, uh, I don't know how you I don't know I, I don't really understand how you fight that off when it's you know like a, a, like an electronical transposition but uh right. good luck with that uh fortunately Spidey was there Yeah came in and saved the day with the shield right Yes uh the shield yeah. which I I don't know either Red Skull or Neiman very lazy left right inside the door to the room <laughs> where they had the the body switch machine Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Kind, kind of like the villain making the mistake of, they're going to die, I don't need to watch what happens, right. I'm going to go get a sandwich. Yeah. Same kind of thing as you're like, no yeah. one's going to pick up the shield while we're gone. <laughs> it's just just leave it. <laughs> and 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 is Captain America's shield like Thor's hammer, where only Cap can pick it up? or it, No, or no. It, okay, okay. No, right. but it is that, you know, it is that magical vibranium sort of, you know, uh, material. Um, right. Yeah, that the bulletproof and everything proof. Yeah, right, right, right. B- virtually unbreakable. Yeah, yeah, all that right. stuff. It, it has it has America's backbone inside of it, Jason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of that, was that was a cool scene too? Because of course, uh, Spidey having uh, rented his Captain America costume and he totally lost the deposit on it in this episode. By the way, <laughs> yeah, he's not getting that back. <laughs> yeah, they're um, going to be mad at stands. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, no, but, but the, the, uh, the robots that, uh, Red Skull had attack Spider-Man, yeah. um, uh, boy, smash that shield to bits in, in seconds and, yeah. um, tissue paper. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, that, that was, but that was a, a good fight. It was one of those things where I was enjoying Peter wearing the, the, the Captain America outfit so much. Like, I wondered if he was just going to wear it for the rest of the episode, but one of the robots, <laughs> like has a flamethrower and, and torch basically yeah. torches the costume off of him. And of course he's wearing his Spidey outfit underneath. Cause underneath that's, it. that's Peter's underwear. <laughs> or he's just got a full body tattoo of the Spider-Man <laughs> costume. That under would work the... too. That would yeah. work too. It, mm-hmm. it would make his life a lot easier. You if would, you then you the would only, costume. then you only need a, uh, a, 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 a spider jock strap and you're good to go. <laughs> Let's put on the Spidey underoos and just go to town. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Why don't we write for this show, Jason? We got this all know, figured man. out. It's, yeah, yeah, everything. You mentioned, yeah. You, you, you mentioned in your notes that Neiman gets redemption. Can you refresh me on that? I don't remember what happens. Well, he, uh, the, the, he's the one who, uh, basically ends Red Skull. He, he, uh, you know, 
Cap and Spider-Man have subdued him, strapped him back into the chair, but Neiman lowers the thing on his melon and flips the switch and basically empties out his brain into the ether or whatever. And there's that there's that freaky kind of scene where like these these shrieking like ghost like apparitions are like yeah oh that was flying creepy, over the it? top of the uh, yes, the thing yes, and that's yes, yes. that's uh, I think you're supposed to infer there that that's like the mind of Red Skull uh, fleeing with no body to inhabit yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I, mm-hmm. I did make a note of how how creepy that was like seeing his spirits leave was very like yeah yeah. Little kids watching this, they might get a little bit scared. It was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was some specter and you know spirit stuff. Not, not exactly pleasant on the eyes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Neiman is there, and he's like the one that that starts this on the Red Skull, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's exactly. the part I forgot. And he yeah. did, and he does. I believe he does say he refers back to the all of the uh, you know emotional abuse as this as the scene ends it's like he's he says something like you know you shouldn't have said i was ugly or something like that i i forget exactly what it is that he but he you know he de- it's definitely something that's been building up for the poor guy for you know probably several decades at this point yeah mm-hmm. exactly he's mm-hmm. i've if you call me unkempt in the hair one more time one more just time. one more time i am out of here mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he did that yeah uh, but uh yeah um before we give our final review of this, there's one other thing I want to bring up now that we've kind of gone through the plot. Yeah. Um, did you notice um, that? I don't know if it's the streaming service I have here at home. I won't say by name what we're doing, but did this episode look really grainy and like not restored very well? You to know, you? I, I read that in your notes and I didn't I didn't remember that. But then uh, before we went to tape tonight, I went back and looked at it again and particularly compared to some of the other ones. And yes, you're okay. you're absolutely correct. I I mean I assume they just made they must have just had a bad master to to right for this From a VHS episode, tape right? Or yeah, or a beta. They, or, yeah, yeah. Because the the other ones have definitely been cleaned up nicely, and they yes. like. And it actually wasn't even for me so much the picture, but the sound was yes, uh, was it was definitely not as clean. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it didn't match up in a few points, and it's how to. Mm-hmm. very muffled and yeah, yeah yeah and i and i thought this would be the one they would have spent the most time on because yeah. they took the trouble of making a wikipedia page for it which <laughs> by the way is just the plot that's it's the just entire the plot. wikipedia page hey there's no trivia there's no references it's the plot yeah. <laughs> but yeah someone was bored one day uh yeah yeah exactly. watching this episode in a rerun yeah yeah i mean for me that wasn't like i said i didn't even really notice when i was watching it initially i had to uh, I had to get your note about that to to look for it. I I don't really dock it for that. I mean, it's just for to me that's just a matter of you know what the uh, what Disney had to be able to uh, work with to post the show because right. I don't think I don't think I've seen this. I I I've never seen this show like in even in uh, reruns format. or or yeah or DVD or yeah. any place else before. Yeah. Um, it was streaming on Netflix about four or five years ago. Okay. And that's okay. Besides Disney Plus, the only way I've seen it available. I don't even gotcha. know if it was ever released on video. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were doing to find these old copies. It might have even come from the original film or something. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. yeah, they did the best they could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, and, and I don't know. I with this uh, with this episode for me, um, there's I, I think it's. Uh, 
it's partly <laughs> it, it really is partly the resonance of like you know the the we're we're at a critical moment in in history now <laughs> and yeah. and obviously uh you know uh, world war 2 is not only uh, a critical moment in america's past but it's also uh, to me there's a there's something else about it where it's like it's it, it's kind of like ugh, it's like this story that we also tell ourselves to sort of uh, to sort of tell the the story of how great America is, right? It's like yeah, right. it's like there's the revolution, and there's yep. there's the civil war, which was which was horrible because you were fighting against each other. But then right. it's like, but then it's like there's World War II, and that is that's basically where modern history begins, right? And where and where like America becomes what it is today. Was, right, was at that right. moment, and so right. there's the just, greatest generation and all that, yeah. And so the whenever they do these kinds of stories, it just it just feels really weighty to me. Yeah. Um And uh, I and I don't know, just the way that they that they did uh, Captain America, and um, like I said, some of the sort of uh, accuracies about how Red yeah. Skull was portrayed. Uh, just really felt, uh, just just really resonated with me, and I uh, yeah, and and I I mentioned too in my notes like comparing, uh, comparing like that first Captain America movie to something like this, where I I think obviously in a in a it's a it's a, a kids show where I always <laughs> say, but like, a, you know it's a it's a real short format, not a lot of money. You really if in in order to make it interesting and dramatic, you've got to do. Uh, you've got to do some some good narrative things, and you've got to have those flourishes, like you know, like the Red Skull um, belittling his uh, you know his henchmen, um, yeah. and and uh, you know uh, Captain America having that history uh, with the with this old foe. Whereas in a you know in obviously a in a multi hundred million dollar movie, you can make it all about like the super awesome explosions and the special effects and, you know, all the crazy crap you can do with the plane crashes. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, for me, there's, there's even a little bit more of a, just a, just a uh, deeper something to look for when you've got a, a, a simpler story. Um, and I just, I really liked it. I agree, and I really liked the. I think the origin story of Captain America was one of the best we've seen on the series with the way that they did it. Mm -hmm, um, I, mm -hmm. you know, Jason, that origin stories, flashbacks, mm -hmm. bends in time in a narrative is <laughs> yep. like my jam. You know, that's sure, like where sure. I. That's that's where Brian loves reading what he's reading or watching what he's watching. Mm -hmm. But if to tell a really good origin story, besides just going, well, I remember when and doing a flashback sure. mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. take the time to make the newsreel footage with the announcer on it and things like that. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was one of those examples where it's a flourish, which is a good word, as you put it, mm -hmm. like the way that, that Red Skull treats Neiman or the way that we see Peter in the Captain America suit that's a little too big. Mm -hmm. These little details that they put in that I think the show has been missing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and you're right. I, I might have I been looking this through this through red, white, and blue colored glasses <laughs> because of what's going on right now in our country. But I, I yeah. had that that feeling of 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 patriotism when i was watching it sure, a little bit sure. you know mm -hmm. you know and then and how much captain america really represents that sort of innocence of being patriotic mm -hmm. without it being political and without it being you know and like you said the story we tell ourselves the narrative we have of the story where we kind of just forget you know it was like you said world war ii um 
racism ended <laughs> 9 11 right. yeah. and then donald trump like there's yeah. Yeah. you know like that you kind of just go with the story that you're told about america and i think captain yeah. america fits into that to a simpler time when we were those kids reading comic books and going oh captain america is great because he loves america yeah you know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah for sure. I, I, i'm with you mm-hmm. yeah and uh the the uh, tail end of this uh, episode, uh, you you mentioned in your uh, in your notes that there is a, a kind of just a funny conclusion because they uh, they go back and Captain America Day does uh, sort of recommence and there's a parade and at one point Spider Man and Cap are standing on a float together and Cap's like, hey, we're gonna get you uh, Spider Man Day and and what does he say? He's like, I'd have to. Sh- I would do it, but would have to shake JJ's hand. And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Pass." <laughs> <laughs> that's not a real good excuse, but I mean, that's you're being petty AF right yeah, at this point, right. Spider Man. Right. <laughs> the petty is real. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I did, I did like it. it. It, you know, his one chance to make the public image better, and he goes, "Nah, I don't want to touch JJ." <laughs> Yeah, it was, but it it was a it was a fun uh, uh, conclusion to uh, have a little levity there down yeah down the yeah. stretch. So, like I said, I really liked this one. I boy, I'm gonna give it uh, I'm gonna give it a rock solid four st- four radioactive spiders. Four radioactive uh, spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm, gonna I'm go... almost tempted to say four and a half, but I'm gonna temper myself a little bit. There were some a couple of details that like the traveling by plane really quick and whatever it, it, I feel like it needs to be pretty perfect for me to go higher than four, but it's a, for me, it's a rock solid four. Yeah. And I I did, I did three and a half only because of the graininess and the look of the episode. And Mm -hmm. some of it was a little bit cheesy with more stuff going on, but this is, I think one of the better episodes. And I, I honestly wished that we had more team ups like, yeah, how cool yeah. would it have been to have a have a Hulk team up and a Thor team up? Or sure, sure. X Men, mm-hmm, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. So I was like, I, I I wouldn't give it four stars for me just because it it would it, it had a lot of potential that it never really came to fruition, unfortunately, because we mm-hmm. didn't get a season two. Had this happened again yeah. in season two, I think it would have been even better if there was a season two. <laughs> sure, sure. So three and a half for me. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Hey, before we go, yeah, Jason. I want to give a shout out to uh, Brian Leone, friend of the show, uh, brother. To, uh, the Leones yes. are like they're, our number one fans. Yeah, here. they're the they're the they're the biggest part of the audience at this point. Yes, <laughs> they really are. We should stop saying that they're related to us, so that people that are listening just think we have these wonderful, you know, people that just randomly email us. But uh, Brian gets the uh, crown for being the first um, listener to email us at our email address, um, which will be mentioned at the end of the show. But just uh, said that he's enjoying the series so far. And he wants to know a little bit more about my routine as far as um, when I when I do this for the prep of the week. And um, uh-huh, uh-huh. all I'll say to that is more to come. And I'll, oh, I'll wow. talk more about that. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I have I have I think a Spider-Man T-shirt for every day of the week. So I think oh, Brian was pretty... wondering if I'm sitting there wearing my Spider-Man shirt as I'm doing show prep. And I and think I that's tell a, you, I think that's a fair question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I don't normally do it during show prep, but I do normally wear we you you all can't see the cams, but I usually wear a Spider-Man t-shirt or hoodie while we're doing the show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. And uh, Brian does love the show. And thanks for listening, Brian. But he says that my Reagan impression needs a little bit of work. Well, and to that, I sure. say, well, <laughs> 
I, my goal by the end of the series run is to be able to do two words in the Reagan voice. There we'll, you go. we'll double there you go. what I can do right now. So, <laughs> so thanks for listening, Brian. And thank you for uh, emailing us. And, and if you'd like to email us, it's spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll put that at the end of the show too. So thanks, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, check out the, uh, if you're, uh, we, we reference our notes uh, that we take, so you don't have to uh, throughout the show. <laughs> uh, if you're, if you want to take a look at those, uh, in addition to subscribing, uh, bkoradio.com slash Spidey uh, is where the uh, blog is located. And uh, you can uh, take a look at the notes there. Um, next absolutely. week. We've got another uh, Doctor Doom, quick and quick and painless. We only had, a, I mean, it, and boy, <laughs> last week was Doom. Next week is Doom. Very nice episode in the middle. Uh, it's uh, they're 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 really kind of um, hitting their stride. It's uh, boy, we're we're like we're really chugging uh, now. It's, we are. Uh, it's going to be fun. So uh, yeah. we'll talk about that next week. Uh, until then, my friend. Uh, it, uh, be well and uh, don't uh, watch too much cable TV thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts Spotify or your favorite app follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and like the show on Facebook reach us by email spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com most importantly if you enjoyed it share with a friend